Warning, the following episode of Orsini's Uncensored Mind contains explicit language and adult content. The thoughts and opinions stated on the show are reflective of A.J. Orsini and his guests exclusively. But seriously, guys, the show's called Uncensored. If you got a problem with bad language, I really don't give a shit. week he is here i am here we are your host of war cd's uncensored mind here with another addition another addition another oh, yeah. chapter visit into the into the wondrous world that is or uncensored mind i am your host of course aj orsini once again joined by my brother in crime we have exactly the same mother i check every single week it still stands to this day i'm here with deceived dave dave how you doing big guy all right He's, in there. He's all right. I fell asleep. Right. Yeah. He called me. <laughs> you, I woke up at like six something. You talk about some. Call me. I'm like, oh God, what's happening? My eyes weren't even open, man. We went out to the beach and that sun rocked me, man. Oh, that's it. That's it. That energy is gone. But rocked speaking me. of bitches, we have another co host here today. Wait, you Wait, said what? beaches, right? Beaches. I was about to say, who said beaches? Beaches or bitches? Beach. There's a plenty of, of the beach. There's plenty of bitches at the beach, that's for sure. Yeah, but uh, this man is no bitch. Indeed, he is a captain. That's He's right. here today to to throw around his captainness in our faces. Right. The host right. of, of 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 many shows, actually. We got yeah, Captain right. Quarters. We got a uh, very uh, busy Spectrum Sanctorium. We got all yeah. kinds of stuff going on. Once again, Joe joined by the legendary Ooh. Joe Pombo. He's back in the house again. Thank and, you so uh, much for having me. So glad to be here. I am in my captain's threads, but you can't see him because it's a podcast. Well, you can actually. <laughs> you will get your opportunity to see this man oh, in right. his lavish outfit because immediately after the recording of this episode, I will be joining him on his show. We're going to be yes. swapping bitches here. We're cuckolding <laughs> motherfuckers. Uh, it's going to be AJ on the, uh, well, you tell us. We have the Star yeah, Wars episode. Tonight, we are talking all things about Star Wars. It'll come out one week later from the release of the show, hence the name, One Week Later. Oh. So tonight, we are filming the, a very heated discussion regarding <laughs> all things Star Trek and all things racism involving Star Wars oh, in yes. our One Week Later for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ooh, it's going to be a throwdown. Katie bar the door. It's going to be a Donnybrook over at the <laughs> Spectorium. And, uh, but before we get into all that, which was what we'll get into on your show, here on our show, uh, I've pulled a couple of topics because last week we didn't do an episode on account of Father's Day. And for those of you, yeah, for those of you who are unaware, I made a gigantic mess inside my wife about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I've been reaping the 
benefits and the and enduring the curses of it ever since. They're mm-hmm. both in the other room right now, screaming at each other, and mm. uh, and uh, so we celebrated the weekend. There, I didn't want the added stresses of do- I didn't want to do anything that fucking weekend. It's a celebration of me and what I do on a goddamn daily basis. So Big doing Daddy an episode, AJ. yeah. So well, uh, <laughs> that's what the ladies call me. Oh. You can call <laughs> me just regular aunt. And the, <laughs> and so uh, we didn't do anything last week. But as soon as my brother and I, about two weeks ago now, as soon as we signed off the air and made the decision on the episode, we're just gonna not gonna do an episode next week because of Father's Day. The entire wrestling world ran into a fucking upside down. It was like Stranger Things. They went into the upside down and completely discombobulated amongst itself. One of the pillars of the industry might be crumbling to his knees finally once and for all. We have another individual who is in trouble yet again. Mm. And there's a pay-per-view that is in critical, critical danger. So we're (laughs) going to get... To all of we have time things. to cancel. I know it's tomorrow, but we can still cancel. <laughs> I don't know. It might be too late. We, we might can be... shut the door. <laughs> we might be in too deep. I don't know. My wife actually said the same thing. Well, after I told her what we were going to talk about today, and I told her why I thought it was in trouble. She goes, why is it still happening? I don't know. It's a venue thing, I guess. Oh, man. Anyway. We'll get into the Forbidden Door stuff. We will. But, of course... Uh, Dave, just real quick, uh, this was, technically speaking, uh, your first Father's Day. How'd that go for you? It was all right. It wasn't too bad. <laughs> no got com- some food. No complaints. <laughs> nothing crazy. Yeah, nothing crazy happened. Nothing crazy happened. Okay, well, all right. Well, I got some news, speaking Uh-oh. of Father's Day. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Officially, I am a fur daddy. I got a puppy. <gasps> oh, oh, my okay. God. Nice. Yeah, he's super cute. His name's Teddy. And, uh, <laughs> you named the dog Teddy? <laughs> yeah. Dice. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you a picture. Is his he's, middle he's name Ruxpin? Because that would be perfect. <laughs> That's Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, Roosevelt. Oh, the, <laughs> the badass president. Okay. That's right. That's right. We you need can more... shoot my dog and he'll still yeah. make it. You know? Based on decisions made yesterday, we need more Roosevelt's in this world. Oh, yeah. Word. Uh, uh, by the way, we're recording this Saturday evening. Not our usual mm. Sunday evening because I got business to take care of tomorrow. Me and the boys are heading into Boonton, New Jersey tomorrow. And uh, we'll be taking care of a little bit of business. There was a couple of guys running their mouth a few weeks ago. And uh, we're going to go ahead and see fit to put our boots firmly within those mouths. Mm. Tomorrow, 5 p.m., which I'm so excited. It's an earlier show. I get to go home at a decent hour this time. Five. You're getting old. 5 p- I, I am. <laughs> 5 p.m. is the show, and I'm looking to be on the highway about 7, 7.30. So you guys need to hustle on down to the venue and check that out. It's going to be a big show tomorrow. Upper Limits Wrestling. You can get all the information you need at UpperLimitWrestling.com. But that's tomorrow. I'm going to be handling a different type of business tomorrow. Today, however, we have some other things that we need to discuss. And, of course, I'm going to start off with the pillar that I was referring to earlier, the foundation, love him or hate him, love him or hate him, in the crosshairs happens to be one Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Boy, when I said that the wrestling world went into the upside down, it, the Jeff Hardy news was big, but this was big, 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 big. Now, at the end of the day, in all reality, everything that we've heard so far really results to nothing. If you think about it, it really was explain to me what is big. I'll, t- I'll explain to you what's big about this. Not that, 
as of right now, all of this hubbub really doesn't mean a whole lot. He's still head of creative. He's still at every show. As a matter of fact, he's gone the extra mile now just to flip everybody off. He's now beginning every fucking episode of television to come out there and just wag his dick in front of everybody because this man is the is this man is the gunslinger from the Wild West. He's not going down without a fight. He's if he's going, especially for pussy. If he's going down for pussy, you know he's going in. He's going to swing. He's not going. He's just not going to take his licks and go. Oh, I deserve this. He could be dead wrong and have the receipt for the three million dollars in his fucking hand and still no. <laughs> he's going to continue to do whatever it is he wants to do. But on a technicality, uh, the big news, of course, is him stepping down as CEO of WWE. On the business aspect of things, he has kind of moved back. This is something that he's never done right. in the heat of all the investigations, and that's why I'm saying to people that this is bigger than normal. When he went through the uh, steroids trial, this didn't happen. When he nope. went through the uh, board of directors change in the late 90s during the Attitude Era when they went over to a publicly traded company, he still maintained this position. He's never moved from this spot until this week. So what it means in the today, maybe not a whole lot, what it could mean for a year, two years, four or five years down the line, it could actually be astronomically big. Because, and I'll start with, uh, Joe, I'm going to start with you in my first question here because uh, you've been following the company a pretty long time, long time yourself. Oh, yeah. Uh, Vince not being in the chair, so to speak. Uh, yes, he's at the events. Yes, he's at the shows like normal, but he's not in that building and he's not in that chair. Uh, what do you foresee this becoming now in the next two, three, four years? So you've got um, a whole new world in the world of sports entertainment coming to you directly from Monsieur Levec and <laughs> <laughs> Miss Levec, uh, our, our, our Frenchman. Uh, I think we're going to have a whole new world that's going to be quite interesting and entertaining. I think this could be a good opportunity because... I know a lot of last minute decisions get changed by Vinnie Mac. It all has to come through him. And I think this could be a turning point, but the problem is Vince plays the long game. He knows how to do it for 10, 20 years in the long term planning. I don't know. This is going to sound if, fucked up. I don't think he's got 10 or 20 years to be playing. No, anymore. no, he doesn't. I mean, he's, he's got time. 20, bro. He's good. <laughs> he's he's, going, in the upside. <laughs> he's going in the upside down and sucking he's souls got, he's from got his 10, fingertips. He's got at least 10 to 50 more of working. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, maybe. maybe. Every time I see Stranger Things and I see Vecna, I think of Vince McMahon. I said, That's Man, me him. too, because he's kind of got that same jaw and everything. <laughs> I was like, no, it's, it's Vince. Very similar skin tone. Oh, man. Uh there's been a lot of rumor, and, and and maybe we can divulge into a little bit here about the opportunity for sale. This is something mm. that's been coming up a few times now in the past. It's always been snuffed out by the WWE themselves. But I don't know if you guys got a chance to see the meme of the Mortal Kombat Tower, and it was Nick Khan working his way up the McMahons. Oh, shit, Like he yeah. eliminated uh, Triple H, eliminated Shane, <laughs> eliminated Steph, eliminated <laughs> Linda, and now he's up to Vince, and he's just like, that's it, he's at the top of the tower. If the WWE, you know, because remember, Stephanie McMahon was on sabbatical, mm -hmm. right? She was out of the company momentarily. God knows yep. when that was going to come. Less to than a end. week before this happened. Yeah. Yeah. And now Stephanie is interim CEO and is now not only back in the building, but she's at the top spot now holding it down until they figure out what's going to happen next. 
there is the rumor out there that Nick Khan was the one who's been entertaining the idea from day one to be doing some sort of, when I say day one, I mean his day one from when he came into the company and looking at the opportunity of sale. Anybody that knows anything about the WWE knows that the people who he's eliminated, so to speak, are people who would oppose it. If we lose Vince, and I don't mean death, I mean if we lose him in yeah, a position of power, out, yeah. do you foresee, and Dave, I'll bring it to you, do you foresee the rumored sale of WWE being a, hu- a much huger possibility? No, I don't. I don't see that happening. Oh. I don't see any of this happening. I don't see Vince not having control. He still has all the control he had yesterday. None of this changes. And what are you it's thinking? He would sell it to Tony Khan? No, is that what you're saying? No, okay, Nick I'm, Khan, who the Nick, the, Nick the, I'm sorry, the Nick. other Khan. The other Khan. <laughs> he is already in a high position of WWE. As a matter of fact, a lot of people, insiders, business insiders, saw the Stephanie McMahon positioning as kind of a panic move. Because with Stephanie on sabbatical, directly underneath Vince McMahon would be a Nick Khan. Mm-hmm. And instead of it, the company going to Nick, as would be a natural procession, they instead went to Stephanie. Of course, so that he can still control it from where. Right, he but is. That, leads, that leads to the question now that why doesn't he feel he would still be in control if Nick had it? If he gave it to Nick instead of Steph, if Steph stayed on sabbatical and it was Nick Khan now in charge of the WWE as the interim CEO, why would he feel like he wouldn't have control? Is Nick uh, is Nick in a position? I don't know if it's a matter of not thinking that. Me personally, if I'm just thinking about, it, I would risk it. He doesn't know this guy. Well I'm not, I'm not going to risk like, it, nah. even if I knew the guy growing up. I'm not going to risk it. I'm going to put my daughter there. <laughs> the one who I know is going to put every every piece of paperwork on my desk and make sure that I see everything. That's it. It's just a smart business move. That's why she went out on Tuesday and she came back on Friday. <laughs> she took a week off. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> took took some Advil, took a break. A few I, 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 she finally let her hair down, and her fucking phone went beep beep. She looked at that shit. <laughs> God, damn. Like, God damn it! I gotta go back to the office. I just left. <laughs> she went down to the beach. That's it. <laughs> Where the bitches are? They went down to the bitches and the beaches. Yeah. Um, I I. My only thing is this: I don't with Triple H's health the way that it is, mm-hmm. with Shane's non-involvement. And if we were to lose Vince for any reason, whether he'd be voted out, whether if this investigation goes sideways for him, and it turns out if him and John Laurinaitis did do something extremely bad, tag team, they could essentially vote him off of the chair. Hold on, can we pause here Chinese for a second? Tough. Because this is what I'm confused. So can you please shed some light on this? Yes. What is the actual accusation? Because they're not straying away from the fact that he had an affair. And they're even going as far as saying that there was no, like, rape or it was consensual. At least this is what I'm hearing so far. The problem, I think, is the hush money. Is it just the money? It's the money. It's the money. All right, good enough. And to be fair, if you were... It's just a publicity thing. No. I Well... Could it's not it be, illegal. Could it be a publicity thing? Maybe. I don't think that it is, though. I think that's why. I think that's what makes this such a big deal. Because was it a PR thing? Maybe. Was it a power move? That's different. Because if you if you're the board of directors for WWE, you're not necessarily involved with the creative. You're not necessarily involved with. Excuse me. I've been fighting the urge to sneeze for like literally forty minutes. And I thought it got the best of me. 
But uh, this is seen, in my opinion, more as a power move because if you're the board of directors and you don't know much about creative, you don't know how much of how the inner workings of WWE actually work because you leave all that to Vince McMahon to control and decide. If all you're doing is basing this product based on the responses from sponsors and from viewers, this is one of the worst television shows on television. Mm. Just entertainment-wise. Forget the wrestling business for a second. So if they're looking for a solution, whether it be a quick one or a long-term one, all the arrows are going to point to Vince because Vince put himself in that position. He's in charge of... Jesus Christ. He's in charge of everything. Vince McMahon puts himself in this position by being the jack of all trades. In the 90s, it made sense, right? It was sky-high ratings. It was sky-high results. He was on the creative. He was a character on the show. He was one of the top heels. He's, he's drawing the money. He's, everything was working great. Now in 2022, if you look at your social media accounts, if you look at insider business, people who deal with Vince directly, it's all pointing toward him. So obviously, in the business world, a quick fix would look like removing Vince McMahon from power. And with Nick Khan not really being a wrestling guy, just more of a big business guy, he's more of a businessman, it doesn't take a genius to figure out that if you're surrounded on a roster of an average age, the main roster I think average age is somewhere between the the mid to early 30s, and your NXT roster now is somewhere averaged around 20 or 25, and the guy running the show is 70 fucking 6 or 77, I mean, it doesn't take a genius to figure that out. And Miss mm-hmm. McMahon has said it a thousand times. I, he's never going to quit. He's going to die in that chair at Gorilla with the headset. It looks like this. He's going to die in that in that fucking chair. So one or the other has to happen. And while the steroid case was a, if you really listen to the, legit, the the validity of that case, it was it was a garbage case from the begin with. And there's been it's situations where he's been brought to court in the past. Owen Hart. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been many times, and he's him and Jeremy McDivitt, that famous name, always, mm. always, always, they he always beat find the federal a way. government. Like he did, he yeah. always manages to find the fucking way. Yeah. So if somebody somewhere can find anything of any solid evidence at all whatsoever to get him out position, this could be it. And that, and the attitude that David just brought to this, well, I don't see anything happening. I think that's what the board of directors is really counting on. Well, who blew the whistle? Tony Khan. That's <laughs> the other <laughs> Khan. <laughs> that's actually a very good question because, because that, I think that's where I'm getting lost the most because I, I don't understand where it's coming from. Now, what you're saying, I'm, I'm buying all of it. it you, are you telling me you feel like this is an inside job to get him out of the way? Yes. Okay, well, then that makes a lot more sense to me because I don't see where the issue is. She did what she did. It was all understood. And it worked. She got paid and she's gone. Yeah. And no, Mm -hmm. it goes even further than that. It worked. How many times do people give hush money and the person actually stays hushed? She (laughs) got piped in, got paid $3 million. She got the $3 million and she bounced. We've never heard from her. That's it. Because remember, we're not. And that's why I sent you that picture. I said, is this the girl? You completely ignored that question and answered who that person was. Because you didn't make that question sound like you were asking. I said, is this You said, who is this? Who is this? You said, who is this girl? Yes. Yes, that tells me you want to know the identity of the girl. I'm pretty sure I said, is that? (laughs) You didn't tie it to the person. But anyway, that's not the girl that. that Yeah, I got it right here. You sent the picture and said, who is this girl? Who is that? 
That doesn't tell me that you're tying it to the case. He just you it tells me you don't well, know I who this person who is. That twice then I fucked that up. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. regardless, um, yeah, that's not the girl. So, so no. I still don't. I still haven't even seen or heard words from this. Chick. From what I understand, the individual in question, the female that we're talking about, was not a performer or a wrestler on the roster. This was more of a business side of things, yeah. like a secretary. I don't want to say secretary, paralegal, but I think they said. Paralegal. paralegal. There it is. Yeah. That's the word yeah. I was looking for. Thank you. Yes, she wasn't. She wasn't someone that we would know who it is. Which, she, <laughs> for the record, she got I, the super bag there. <laughs> I was. I was gonna say I, I don't want to be that guy, but if if I'll I was that guy. if I, I was to mad. do this, I, that's the direction I would go. I wouldn't pick any of the. I wouldn't pick any of the women that are gonna be on TV because you know they're not gonna be able to keep their mouth shut. These this, guys are hating. You know why? You know when you're with your coworkers and shit, and there's always that guy that goes, "Somebody came up to you with one million dollars in a suitcase." But you had to suck his dick. Would you do it? Oh my god! He got the actual offer for three mil, and she took it. <laughs> <laughs> I cashed in, baby. You know how many dicks? That's, money in that's the a bank. new money in the bag. Yeah, you know, that's right. Three mil, suck my dick. I'll tell you what. I'll suck your dick and his dick. <laughs> yes, for three mil, I give for you two three dicks. Mil, I'll give you two, dicks. two for one. Two. Word. Boy, she mm. she probably sat there. You know how many dicks I've sucked for free. Yeah, this, this, this is, is the two, greatest offer two, of my life. Uh, tie your hair, hair, yeah. hair, hair back in a ponytail. Damn, this, we, this is the part no. where I wish we did have the video on because Joe just did this really disgusting hand gesture. With his, <laughs> he double fisted. He double fisted. Yeah, like, Dave ah. didn't say anything about doing it, but at the same time, you just kind of. Although I guess that would be more cost effective, right? Yeah, yeah, you'd yeah. Have, yeah you'd have one point five million in each hand. Just, yeah, just you can make one point five an hour, or you can make three mil an hour. Yeah. It's knocking both out at the same it's knocking time. Knocking both dude. out, get, get your integrity out of the way now, and then yeah, just go yeah. on with it's whatever. About time management. Yeah, yeah, so this is more. Remember, he's not on, he's not being investigated for sexual assault. Nope. That's not what this is. And I think people mm-hmm. keep tying that together that he had some relations with a woman. His affairs have long been documented, documented before him. And but I'm still, I'm also not hearing a. What do you call it? Like a, a name to what he did. What did he do? What's the name for it? Like, man, for instance, like this is not what he's doing, but like embezzlement or it's words it. like that. I have it's not like, heard a I word like be, that. I guess what it would be like, what did he technically do? Like, what are the charges? Yeah, like, what is the thing <laughs> that it's probably a type for? of fraud because it's probably company funds that he used to pay? No, I thought they said he the, didn't use company feature. funds. Oh, I'm, hear, I'm hearing that he did use company funds. Yeah, that's what I. That was, was how thinking. it came up oh, in the books. I, yeah. I thought, okay, then I, I thought I must, must yeah, have that was the I reason they why specifically said he didn't use company. No, there no, would no, be no, no grounds either. for an investigation no, if it was his own person. I'm asking what I've been reading. No, no, no. And as a paralegal, she should have known that. She should have been like, wait a minute. Make sure the till comes from the right source because I don't want this to come back up. Well, here's well here's and, the thing. I don't think she's she's liable to give the money back. No, she I, can't give the money. Yeah, back. she can't I don't give it has anything back. to do with her yeah. at no, all. Has no, that's, no, yeah, has yeah that's why I don't her. think she gave a shit how she got it in the first place. She, as a paralegal who knows better, she probably got that money and said, "That's probably not the best place to get the money from." But fuck it, hang it all over. Yeah, yeah. Throw that like, bag this I'll take way. Take that briefcase. And the leave. only yeah. reason why she's probably mad is because now they're coming after her for taxes. Yeah, probably. Oh, probably. Well, I mean, yeah. that's how, she, got she that probably wrapped that up too. She got that three mil under the table. Oh yeah. Nah, maybe. Uncle Sam know. wants a piece of that. <laughs> yeah, especially right now, we gotta go support Ukraine. Uh, we got gas problems. 
<laughs> got, oh, yeah, we do. We need to figure that out ASAP. Need to. Well, the out. Case, it's come down over here. So when you come back to the Jersey, when you go to no, no, that's all a rule. That's all a rule. It goes down five and it goes up thirty. So don't worry. Oh man, it's all. Uh, it's gonna be on. It, it's gonna it be came on down upswing. Friday, so I'm hoping that it stays down. Oh man, it's gonna it's gonna go through the uh, the what you call it. It has its ebbs and flows. There you go. Some yeah, ups yeah, yeah. and downs. Man, they are price gouging my fucking asshole at the gas pump, boy. Let me tell you. Everybody. I just, I just it's pumped a greed, man. It's few terrible. gallons myself down here, yeah. and then you are over here. And, uh, so we got, th- we got two different sections of Jersey in the house right here. You up in the north, yeah. and he's down there I'm in, in the, the south, <laughs> and y'all both getting all kinds of fucked up. Mm-hmm. I got a gas station uh, that's a park across the street from each other, right here, not too far, a few blocks from my house. One of them's at four ninety five, and the other one is at five sixteen. And I said, you know what, y'all shouldn't be that far apart. No, that's because I'm going to the 495 every time. I'm going to wait online with my bucket. God damn it. <laughs> you know, I'm actually me? shocked that you're at that number. You guys are usually like a dollar 50 cents above us at all times. Yeah. Yeah. You're we're actually, at, I'm right next to the George Washington and we're like 477, but last week it was 520. So it was a yeah. big difference. But then again, there's like, you know, your Sitco's, your mobiles, and then there's like forever gas. And I'm like, hmm, that's cheap, but. I've never heard of that company before. <laughs> well, you know who should not have to worry about gas prices anymore? Vince McMahon? Jeff fucking Hardy. Oh. Is somebody who needs to stop paying attention to everything that's happening on the oh, road poor here. Jeff. Checked into rehab today. Oh, my God. Poor yeah. Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Jeff. Listen, listen. We're we going to get in trouble today because, uh, <laughs> because I'm, I'm tapped out. Are we? Oh. I can't. I don't know why, about we. Why are we getting in trouble? I don't know about we. You, you don't got to say nothing if you don't want to. But I'm, I'm just curious what it is in general. I'm I mean, done. No, I'm he done. drove and dro- he drank and he drove. <laughs> Holly more than that. Okay, but this is this this is becoming. When was he a, clean? When? Yes. Oh, very recently, from what we understand. It just feels like every time you remove the babysitter from his care is when it goes wrong. Because every that's how he got back into WWE. He was clean. He was sober. Everybody mm-hmm. was on top of him. He's like a 40-year-old baby that you just have to continuously. <laughs> Take it out of your mouth. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like my fur baby. Every yeah. five minutes. Hey, hey. Cut I the, actually, ah. I made the joke the other day. I said, I hope Matt Hardy got a Father's Day gift from Jeff because he's been babying his ass for his entire Ooh. fucking life. Ouch. I can't keep mm. doing this shit anymore. I, yeah, but that's why his knees are locked his, straight. He didn't carry him all his life. <laughs> he tore all ACLs, carried yeah. his motherfucker. Look, I, listen, I've had the conversations in private with people. This, is, you know, this isn't even a social media thing, but the whole thing about addiction, right? It always, always, every time something like this happens in social media or in the public eye, it always comes down to, well, he's battling his addiction, right? Look, I get all that. That's fine. I we my brother will attest. We we've had a few people in our family that have been battling this disease for forever and ever and ever. And at the end of the day, it always really comes down to the same thing, and that being how much rope can you possibly give a human being before they kill them fucking self. Mm-hmm. Some people are just determined to fucking die at this. Now, from what I understand, the events that took place. And everyone, because we're late on this, everyone's ran through every possible scenario. But I will just say this. 
He was drunk in the morning. This is like 9, 10 o'clock in the fucking morning, okay? I'm sorry. That's a fucking choice to me. 9, 10 o'clock in the fucking morning. Who are you Ugh, with? My mouth can't even... I can't even imagine alcohol in my tongue that early in the And morning. not even just like regular drunk. Man, but he... like a 294, like you are fucking smashed <laughs> at 10 o'clock in the fucking morning. Not buzzed. Uh, I didn't wake up and just put a wine cooler out at the pool before I got back in the car. To go. No. He was hammered. Mm. And he got that. You don't get that drunk by accident. It wasn't like someone taped him to a chair and fuddled pure whiskey into his fucking mouth and then put him behind the wheel of a car and just said, all right, now go home. Hey, what though? He's pretty good at that stuff because I didn't think his walking was that bad. Like, obviously, he was inebriated, but as fuck. Yeah, but he didn't look that bad. That's because he's well practiced in he's taking a that pro, test, dude. That's not his first time taking the walk. Take my test. first rodeo, pig. <laughs> <laughs> he, I like to imagine that's what he said. Yeah, to the I would imagine that's <laughs> that's what you want he me to walk said this line. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. Fucking pig. Fucking pig. <laughs> it's like I like where are you coming from, North Carolina? Where are you headed to? North Carolina. <laughs> he didn't know what to say. He's like, it's the truth. I swear to God. I, I live there. I drove here for an event. I'm going back home now. God damn. Look, listen. It, everyone has their own vices. Everyone has their own whatever. But as a fan, I'm done. Uh, this was, this was, how close to Tammy? Like, situationally, right? Of course, for those of you who don't know, formerly known as Sonny, Tammy Linsich, another history of drunk driving and drug usage and all that stuff, she killed a person with a car just a few months ago. Mm. Killed him A dead. few months ago? Just It just happened a few months ago. Uh, what are we in, June? It's happened, I want to say, March or April? Sometime after Mania? I'll have to look that up to confirm. But, yeah, this literally just happened in Florida. The Usos. Well, I forgot which Uso it was that got stopped for the drunk driving multiple times. All in Florida. They should have switched. <laughs> Breathe into this one. Oh my God. Yeah. It's it's. I'm sorry, but my my history with this uh, with drug addiction and alcoholism and everything like that, it's soured me on situations. Oh, look, not even that long ago, Tammy Lynn's situation happened in May. Happened last month. So it wasn't even that far. I'm burnt down on it. I, I, It comes to a point where you got to make a decision, man. And uh, I don't know. Uh, Joe, when you heard the news about this arrest, where, where, what were your thoughts on the whole deal? Here we are again? Or are you just like, oh, man. I felt bad because, like, you know, my it's no secret my father has its addiction issues and in fact, it got to the point where we ended up no longer speaking over it. Uh-huh. And, you know, it, it's a terrible and pitiful thing all at once. And you're just kind of like, all right, come on. You know better. You're like 70. And you've been through this before. So why are you still falling into the same trope? So and in one hand, you've got opportunities to correct the course. And some people are successful in doing so. But then you got people that are just going to fall off the wagon quickly and just throw themselves onto the breach. And, you know, in Jeff Hardy's case, throw themselves onto the, the beach 
Drink, off, drink, drink, off of drink. a ladder. <laughs> He's doing the jerk off motion again. Drink, drink, right. drink. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I feel terrible. I, I like Jeff. Um, he's a great performer. And I just think the, those demons of alcohol are just too heavy for him. And I think, you know, he'd be a good candidate for you. Ever, you guys ever watch Clockwork Orange? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, you got to watch Clockwork Orange, Dave. Uh, there's a program. There's actually a medication that people are getting to help with their alcoholism. It kind of like nullifies the effects of alcohol so that if they can continuously consume, it will like purge. This makes you pee like a rabbit, but you know, at least you won't have the, the <laughs> side to walk around with a catheter the whole time. <laughs> Basically. Damn. What's that tube on your pants? Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> that, there's my dick hole pipe. That's there <laughs> my for, dick hole pipe. That's there for pissing and whatnot. Yeah, I have. Don't worry, problem. I'll wipe it off before you get to it, young lady. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> I got swabs. That fiddle. <laughs> that fiddle will be clean as a whistle. Don't doubt. Don't doubt me on that. Mm-mm-mm. That shit will be lips ready in T minus fifteen. Yeah, oh, poor yeah. Jeff. I mean, I'm hoping he. This is the last time, and this is the the learning lesson because this should be his last chance. Uh, it is the reason why. He why do I keep hearing that? Boot. How is it not over at this point? Yeah. I keep hearing that AEW said it. You know, yeah. oh, this is he's on his last chance. I, why? What exactly has he done besides be sober for spurts that deserves another opportunity? I don't. Well, this is his first time in AEW with this issue, right? Okay, but it so happened I, I seventeen he... times in TNA. It happened a hundred times in WWE. It's yeah. happened everywhere that he's gone. And yeah, it's not. Gonna, and Tony Khan was told. Before he got there, by several people, if you hire him, if you let you keep an eye on him, he, there's a good chance <laughs> he's gonna fuck this up. He hasn't been here a year yet; he's already fucked it up. Yeah, so yeah. I don't understand where it's the. Un- it's unlikely. I mean, he's in rehab. The the hope is that this rehab will help, but I'm not. I'm pretty sure he's done rehab. The rehab route. You can't for something like that bad, man. You can't be in rehab for a month. No, you need- that's a, that's a two year process minimum. Yeah. Yeah. You got you got to stay delicate. It has to completely come out of his system, and then on top of that, he's got to have enough therapy to get him to not take another drink. It's yeah. not even happen. a sip of a fucking wine cooler will send him off. At his edge. at his age, it's it's not gonna. This is what it is. It's not gonna happen. Is this yeah. is what it is? I, that's why when I first saw this, I'm like, wait a minute, he, is he breaking like some sort of uh, sobriety? Like, was he sober for a while? He was. Or Yes. No, 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 no. Not a while, like three plus years. I would, I would say yes to that. No, I can't, because they said this was his third infraction in ten years. At the time that he he's arrested in that video that I showed you, he has no license. His license mm-hmm. was completely revoked due to this shit. Because so he was driving without a license in the first place. I think his license got revoked. Uh, what was it? Two thousand nineteen or two thousand twenty in WWE. 2019. Uh, 2019, because I think it was during the pandemic where they did the angle of him being a drunk driver on TV, because that helps. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so this happened about no no more than two three years ago where he had a situation just like this. So it couldn't have been more than at best two years sober, but I I doubt even that. So maybe like a little over a year, year and a half of like straight that we know of. That we know of. Yeah, of that's what I mean. Like he being consistently straight. Home. Yeah, because if he doesn't swerve in this car right now, we don't know he's drunk this week. We don't know. Exactly. 
Or if that cop just all the, all the, all the more fucking oh no people reported that the cops went looking for his car just to be uh, swerving around. Somebody on the road phoned it in. I'm pretty sure the cops have like a radar on him, like in Star Wars. Like, let me just put something. At this point, Hardy. imagine like every <laughs> yeah, precinct in the country has a Jeff Hardy cam. Yeah, exactly. Where as soon as he whoa, enters whoa, whoa, line, Jeff Hardy's coming. Whenever Jeff goes through a state line, like the authorities are notified and they have to continue the tracking until he leaves the state. Yeah, I believe it. Jesus, you must really be annoyed if you work in the state of North Carolina because he never fucking leaves. <laughs> He's just there all the time. Get that ball off the road. Oh man, I'm I'm done with this. I'm. You bring it up a second ago. He's such a great performer, and I'm not saying that he's not. He's one of my favorites of all time. But there's gotta where I think is my problem with this. Where is the line of personal responsibility and disease? He can't help it. That's that's where I've, I've my whole life I've been trying to figure out where the well, fuck that line is. Well, that's the question for a lot of these topics so to speak but yeah. we don't want to talk about that Why that's not? not what people want to talk i don't want to talk about accountability oh that's what you mean yeah people yeah. want to be victims they don't want to be accountable so mm. we can move past that mm. the idea of you do it to yourself yeah. is just oh well ugh. he's you know he's got this addiction he's got to i always tell people i stop doing it because it, it, you can't really quite understand the way my brain works sometimes but at some point in time, unless someone tied you down and shoved it in your mouth, you've made a choice. I've always had a problem with the phrase, well, they can't help it. Again, you, really? at some point in time, really? you were sober, and that was not in your body. Again, unless the extreme example, which I'm sure people will always come up with the most fucking extreme examples to counter you when you're saying something. But unless someone literally force-fed it to him at some point in time in his life, whether it be recreational, whether it be whatever the case may be, he made the choice to put that shit in his body. All comes Accountability. Down. All comes down to a choice at some point. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I say we're going to get in trouble for it. I don't give a fuck. I, that's, I've, there's so many peop- people in this world who deal with addiction. And this is the argument that people give me. Well, it's so rampant. So many people are dealing with it. Right. And for every one person that's dealing with it, there is a circle of people around them that have to live with the repercussions of the decisions that are living with it. That's why I always wondered, at what point does the, does the responsibility come in? Because the whole, they can't help it, seems to be like a get-out-of-jail-free car for any situation that just takes place. You can't get mad at him. He's suffering from addiction. He can't help it. Really? I can't get mad at him at all? Well, I mean, no, it, no it brings us to the, the age-old debate of Jenny from uh, Forrest Gump. Remember, she became addicted to drugs and alcohol, got knocked up, and it was the question. Oh, Jenny was a she, twat. Let's just she, let's just put that out there. Up? <laughs> she was a twat. Fuck Jenny. That bitch cheated on Forrest. She had a good thing. She fucked it up with the drugs and alcohol. <laughs> I'm not a smart man, but I know a base head when I see one. I think she's got an eight ball. (laughs) (laughs) There I was, laying on the bed. Jenny snorting cock off my cock. And I'm just looking at the stars. Jenny. 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 But, you know, it it does go back to it because at some point she did clean up. And have that kid before. Yeah, AIDS will do that to you. But yeah, yeah. So maybe that's what he needs. You'll be amazed how fast people kick addiction when the disease, the real disease hits. Yeah. When exactly. when you're battling addiction, 
and and you're going through all that stuff. This is where I where I when I say things like it's a choice because up until that point, I always felt like you can stop if you really work at it and surround yourself with the people who are going to enable you to stop. Like there's a system to this. Put mm-hmm. yourself into the system and then see if that works. If you get surrounded by positive people and they're focused on helping you get better and and you're in a, a good system and it's still happening to you or you're still finding a way, you're battling something pretty strong. But in my personal experience, every time that I've had a person in my life who says, uh, you know, I'm battling this addiction disease, I'm, I'm battling this and I'm battling that, then the real disease hits, AIDS, HIV, cancer, tumors, anything like that. All of a sudden, out of the fucking blue, I'm no longer interested in the things that I've been addicted to for the last 30 years. Happens every fucking time. And I... Mm-hmm. Uh, my only thing is to people is that why can't you make that fucking decision before the disease actually hits you? Yeah. Cut it. Get away from the people. Get away from your drinking buddies. Get away from. That's why I said for for Jeff Hardy, how is this his last chance? He should be done. Not be, not just because of another infraction, because it's a drunk driving thing, and that's bad. But he didn't hurt anybody. He didn't kill anybody. It's a singular action. He's only luckily. really damaging himself. Yeah. yeah, luckily. But I'm going with the facts, not what could have happened, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't kill anybody. He didn't harm anybody. But the thing is this. Jeff's life, in my opinion, he's on the line every single day. Because if he's battling an addiction in the way that people keep telling me, that means he is beyond his own control, right? If you're telling me that after all these years he can't stop doing it, because of the addiction, that tells me that he's not in control of his actions and he needs to be fucking supervised and monitored before that incident that happened with the car turns into, well, I hit him by accident. Because mm-hmm. once you hit somebody, like Tammy's finding out right now, it's done. There's no wrestling is gone. Yeah. Being a superstar on television is fucking gone. The million-dollar contracts, they're gone. Everything's gone. Your wife, your kids, the comp- the Hardy compound, all that stuff, it goes away. And it's just you in a cell with a gate with a man and, named Bubba. And, and your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who talks to you about shrimp, shrimp boats, shrimp sandwiches. <laughs> Dave, how many times did you see Forrest Gump? Way too many times. <laughs> <laughs> From beginning to end. We had one of those old TVs that had the VHS built in. Oh, wow, and, the old and, tubers. And whenever you would get to the end of the tape, it would self-rewind and go back. He must have had that tape self-rewind about. Well, I know for sure <laughs> one day I watched it. Uh, I think it was like, I don't know how long the movie is, but I watched it at least six times because I brought, <laughs> I remember I was there to to be there for the cable guy in a new place we were moving into, and I forgot my fucking controller. For I had everything else but the controller, so I literally couldn't play any games. <laughs> And I just had the VCR and Forrest Gump, so it happened to be the last thing I watched. So the only thing I had from six in the morning till about seven o'clock in the afternoon was Forrest Gump. That was it. Over mm. and over and over, over and over. As soon as it hit the end, I'd stop, hit rewind, wow. and play. And I just sat there all day. No phone. I had no phone. I had nothing. It was just me and Forrest Gump. Oh my Damn. God, you just took a shit. It happens. Shit happens. <laughs> Shit happens. <laughs> oh, I like man. how this man single-handedly, without any effort or even knowledge of doing it, changed the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, in just a few minutes, we'll be saying goodbye to Joe as he will be joining off to his captainness. 
Yep, I going deep into space and time to align a show with a person on the other side of the planet in Australia. So I'm literally adjusting space and time to bring you the captain's quadrant as we dive deep into all things Star Trek. Man, you and went into later, a red velvet talk me. just now. What's that? <laughs> you went into red velvet talk just now. With the I voice. did. It was smooth. Yeah. Am I the only one joining you? You? Because I thought you mentioned something about it being a round table. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it is a round table for later. Uh, that is called One Week Later. You, we will be joined by Jason Roy Gatson from Texas. Nice. Another uh, space and time thing. And our good buddy, Brandon Lou. Brandon Liu. Hey, the reunion. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. I can't wait to make fun of him. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Just remember, later we'll be on video. So don't do the devil milking. Definitely do the double. Definitely do the He had like two lightsabers and he was like, not to give anything away for people because this episode goes up tomorrow. You said that the uh, Star Wars episode we're doing later will be it released. It comes out Wednesday. A week comes after. Out so Wednesday. one week later. Uh, real yeah. quick, as a, as, as, as a sneak of what we're talking about later. Because <laughs> fucking, Dave, have you, have you seen Obi-Wan Kenobi yet? No, not yet. Oh. Okay, just real quickly for the people who, 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 uh, who either have seen it or I don't give a fuck if you've seen it or not. If you listen to my show, you, you know I don't care. But I'm not going to give no too spoilers. much away. Fuck no, your spoilers. Yeah, I'm not going to give away too much, but let's just say that during the battle during the battle scene, the final battle scene, which I'm not going to go into too much depth if you haven't seen it yet, there's a moment where I almost woke my son up because we were, <laughs> I watched it with my wife last night. This must have been almost midnight. And there's a moment in the in the <laughs> final battle where I almost woke my son up because I started screaming at the TV because I was like, what? No. Finish him! I don't understand. Yo, I mean, they couldn't though. I was so fucking aggravated. I was like, no, you. Oh, we'll get more into it. But I was like, you son of a bitch! I fucking, I picked up my remote just so I could throw it. I needed to throw something because this is bullshit. And that was the second time somebody almost had. It's like you could have saved the galaxy, motherfucker. Oh yeah, yeah, you lazy prick. Okay, unbelievable, unbelievable. Oh man. And As they, always, thank you so much for okay. having me. It is always a blast to no be in the, all, man. in the OUM. Uh, and Dave, much love to you, brother. Uh, yeah, you might not we'll be, be seeing much soon. of him in the next few months. He's got a baby coming, boy. I know. It's uh, so exciting. Uh, if it's you want, so you can, I'll lend you my dog. You can take so exciting, says the person Bro, with no I fucking got, I got three cats and two dogs. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he's all petted up. Yeah, he's all petted up. He's going to add a small human to that fucking side of the house the dynamic he had like this little kennel thing set up in the side and I'm, I'm pretty sure that kid's gonna spend a lot of time in that kennel yep, <laughs> so, probably yeah. Word. So, Word. joe thank you so All much right. for joining thank us on the so show much. man you got it take care no problem so uh joe has left us to hang the bag or hold the bag or so to speak on this uh aew situation my friend oh. Now, hold on. <laughs> We're not going to do too much on this. I just wanted to. <laughs> Most of the conversation basically actually comes up when it comes to um, injuries and whatnot. That's the biggest. Oh, is that what people are fucking curious about? Well, yeah, because to be honest with you, this card 
is doo-doo. This card is the shits. But, okay, no, there's no... Listen, I watch wrestling all the time. This I'm is telling you, this AEW card is garbage. at its finest. This booking is all Tony Khan. <laughs> Probably because the other guy just wiped his hands with the whole fucking... I, I'm not going to do this. Like, I don't even really want to waste time saying a bunch of fucking names. Like, this shit is just dumb. This shit is dumb. Like, I just don't understand. The Moxley one will be cool because I fuck with Moxley. And I'm number eight. You're going to have no number eight and number 10. You're going to have to explain to me fucking why. Okay. All right. Let me. Okay. <laughs> do do whatever okay. structure you, know you what? want. Buddy. No, I'm gonna... I'm I'm checked out. I just want two answers for those. First, and... I I don't get it. First and foremost, I'm looking at the the, the beginning numbers in the twelfth match. I was like, oh my fucking god, why? I'm not watching this shit live. First and foremost, I'm not watching this shit. And live. it better, it better, better. Listen, you hear me, fucking good. This better not be. The order of which this is no, made. probably not. No, 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 no. I swear no. to God, this is just the way someone wrote I it out. I swear to God, if Moxie <laughs> opens this, I'm no, 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 done, no, 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 it's bro. not gonna happen that way. We are not covering this. I'm not. Ta- I will not waste my time <laughs> watching this to talk about. It. We can. I'll just Think- add some shit <laughs> in there, but you ain't getting nothing from me. There's three. This is gonna be hard to watch. <laughs> First of all, I want to go before I even tell you what the matches are. Eight-man tag, tag team match, tag team match. Fuck. Singles match for the interim AEW title. And you go, okay. And then it goes four-way, four-way, six-man tag. Singles match for the United States title. I'll get more into that in a second. Three-way tag. Singles, eight-man singles. Twelve matches, four singles matches. And not even like tag matches. Eight-man, four-way, six-man, (laughs) eight-man. I'm sorry, man. You're Triple not threat. getting me to buy into this pay-per-view with the Gun Club and Max Caster. You're I just it's not happening. <sighs> okay. So I'm gonna breeze through this. <laughs> Please do because I wanna I, no, we'll, trust me, there's stuff to talk about, but we're not yes. going match by match no, with this shit. No. Dude. First and foremost is three pre-show matches, <laughs> which is amazing. And there goes the dogs we were just talking about. Uh Gun Club, Billy, Austin, and Colton, which is all f- all three members, I guess, technically speaking. And Max Caster of the Acclaim, Anthony Bowens is still hurt. So it's the three members of the Gun Club and Max Caster yep. against Yuya Yamura, Alex Coughlin, the DKC, and Kevin Knight. All right, that's an eight-man tag team match. How much of that is New Japan? Uh, I think it's AEW versus New Japan. So, oh, so, the other, so that the whole other team is, that whole other is team is all New, New Japan. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. So uh, the second match, tag team match, the Factory, QT Marshall and Aaron Solo, which is amazing that they're still doing that. Notice it's not the Nightmare Factory; it's just the Factory. <laughs> uh, I guess Cody took his name with him. Fuck it. So the Factory, QT Marshall and Aaron Solo will be going against Chaos members Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. Uh, the third pre-show match, Swerve in Our Glory, which is hands down one of the worst fucking tag team names I've ever heard. Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee versus Suzuki Gun, which is El Desperado, and some dude, Kanemaru. I'm not even going to try. What is that? Yoshinobu? Oh, there you go. Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Hey, how about that? Look at you. I almost sounded Japanese for a second. I mean, you are Asian. <laughs> well, that, that kind of Asian. They're Asian enslaved my Asian, so fuck them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. 
all the more reason why you should know how to speak the That's tongue. right. I should butcher the name on fucking purpose. No, you yeah. should know how to speak the tongue. Oh, before they you come to get You weren't allowed to speak yours. No, that's true. I should be more versed. <laughs> uh, singles match for the interim AEW World Championship. John Moxley and Hiroshi Tanahashi. For this, I will speak on this because... Yeah, this is one of them. Yeah, because this is where the injury bug hurts the most. Right, because that's not the match that was scheduled to happen. The match that they no, it was not. The match that was literally scheduled to happen, and that's not even a that's not even a behind the scenes thing. It was actually set up on television. So CM Punk won the world title uh, from Adam Page. The very next night on Dynamite, he was in a six man tag, him and the FTR against I can't even fucking remember who it was. The acclaimed and somebody else. I don't remember. And uh, at the end of that match, Punk and FTR cut promos for Forbidden Door. Punk stated he wanted to know who he had to face at Forbidden Door uh, with his championship on the line. And uh, Tanahashi came out. That was his debut at AEW. So they had the graphics. CM Punk versus Tanahashi for the AEW world title. That was scheduled for this pay-per-view. This is better. However... In that six-man tag, <laughs> Punk hurt his foot. And he's on the injured list now, and he's getting surgery on his foot. Now, they did not strip him of the title. He's still technically the AEW World Championship. I mean, World Champion. So what they decided to do was another interim championship. They did this with the TNT title a while back. So they had a battle. This was the weirdest fucking thing. So they said, we need an interim world champion. So here's what we're going to do. Off the top of my head, I got John Moxley. And then on the other side of this, I'm going to put a battle royal of every fucking wrestler I have. And the winner of that battle royal will go on later in the same night after fighting every member of the roster. They will then one hour later fight John Moxley for the opportunity to fight Tanahashi at the pay-per-view. So Kyle O'Reilly won a battle royal. And then about an hour later, after fighting the entire roster, he fought a fresh and game John Moxley and, of course, lost. So Moxley and Tanahashi will compete at the pay-per-view to see who is the interim AEW world champion. I mean, or you could just both <laughs> John Moxley. I mean, Well, Moxley, it's so funny too. because Moxley, apparently, according to Moxley, the only reason he went to New Japan in the first place was he wanted to wrestle Tanahashi. And he went to New Japan, and they gave him the IWGP United States Championship, and they did that so that they could build toward a title match at Wrestle Kingdom between the two. But then the pandemic hit, and they weren't, and John wasn't allowed so to fly over. So he never got a shot. So he never got a shot. he wouldn't have gotten a shot this time either. Well, yeah, well, because that's not the match anybody wants. Uh, the match people wanted is Punk and Tanahashi. Uh, but we'll take Moxie versus Tanahashi. It's still going to be dope. I think this is going to be better. I, I, I don't, but I'm glad you've got the optimism because I think this is going to be a fucking car wreck. Look, man, my, my views on Punk right now is <laughs> I, I, I'd rather have this. Yep, fair enough. Well, you're going to get it. Uh, oh, for yeah, the oh, yeah. AEW World Championship. The only problem with this matchup is I think Tanahashi's going over because I still think they want Punk and Tanahashi. And whoever wins this match will eventually get into a unification bout with Punk. So I think they still want Punk That's and Tanahashi. That's fine. I don't see any problem with that. 
You just go, you just think it's going to be a great match? I think it's going to be a good match. Okay. I think it's going to be the best match on this card. I like Moxley in these situations. One-on-one with a, a storied yes, veteran? exactly. Whatever <laughs> your brain just thought, yes. That's exactly <laughs> what I meant. Yes, oh this is exactly God. what I like. I didn't even know who the fucking other guy that came out randomly a few pay-per-views ago, but that shit was still good, too. Oh, boy. So that was an injury bug fuck-up. Right, Our next match is a four-way for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Now, this match was put together uh, by the greatest of circumstances. So Adam Page was the AEW champion for forever, and he lost to Punk. So a, I guess, an arc for him to try to get back into the good graces of the fans and how he wanted to rebound from such a big loss was he wanted to fight the man. If we're doing AEW versus New Japan and Punk's got an opponent already, I want the other guy. So Paige challenged Okada. He said, I want Okada for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Now, what Paige doesn't know, at least I don't think he knows, or maybe he did and just didn't give a fuck, I don't know. But when New Japan and AEW made the announcement that this show was even happening, which was June 26th in Chicago, Okada pretty much told New Japan, that's fantastic news. I I like the crossover. This is dope. So you guys have fun, because I'm not going. He's the IWGP heavyweight champion. They're like, what the fuck? No, because that's my wife's birthday weekend. Mm. And I never work my wife's birthday weekend. It's in my contract. It, every, what a man. Every what a year. Guy, every year. Stay strong for his yeah. queen. He said, he, he said it's, it's in his contract. I don't, Damn, I don't work dude. my wife's birthday weekend. So they were like, Damn, man. oh, So hold boy. on. Are you trying to tell me that a lot of people try to make me feel like a chump because I try to make sure I have the same days off as my wife? And you got a king over here like Okada <laughs> and shit like that in his contract? Yeah. I so, feel validated, baby. There you go. Be more like Okada. <laughs> so Okada said, listen, I'm not going to this fucking show, so you guys have fun. He's they like, said, that sounds great. He said, well, I'll be on the beach with my wife. Yeah, well, they said, well, you need to be on this show. We need the IWGP heavyweight champion on the show. You ever thought taking your wife to a wrestling <laughs> event? <laughs> yeah, word. I guess, you know, Chicago's nice this time of year. His wife's never been to the States. Oh, there you go. So, Opportunity. So he was, they were like, we got to have the champion on this show. And Just Okada was like. Stop by, do the match. <laughs> Okada was like, nigga, I'm not going nowhere, Seth. So I don't know what you're talking about. So funny so story. Funny story. They had Jay White beat Okada for the title so that Jay White here. could be the champion and they would have the champion but, but, in Chicago. But did Okada agree to Like, is this something that he no, was No, okay they didn't with? fuck him. Yeah, they said, hey, look, if you can't oh, okay. go, we understand, so but like, we, need the, drop it? we need the title on the show. So he goes, great. Pick an opponent for me, I'll drop it. What a fucking guy, so he did. dude! So he did. So I think they were. I love this guy. But I think they were. I think they were bluffing him, man. I don't because because like, yo, no way. Like, the championship cool. is important, and Absolutely. Jay White is a former champion. He's a great wrestler, well respected in New Japan. Mm-hmm. He's it's, he's not some slouch, right? But he ain't Okada, <laughs> so True. it's like, god damn it, he called our bluff. He went out there and he did the job, and he gave the belt to Jay White. And Jay White went to the press conference and gave a great promo, and he's trying his damnedest to get hype around this show because it's Dragon. 
So he started immediately, Jay White is the he, he started immediately talking shit about Paige because they knew, he knew that Paige was supposed to face the champion. But what he didn't know was that when AEW found out that Paige was not going to get Okada, they started setting up Paige and Cole. So now, White's the champion. He's shouting out Paige, who's in a program with Cole. So everyone's like, okay, so maybe we'll get a three-way out of this, right? That's pretty dope. Cole, Paige, and Switchblade is a pretty nice fucking match. So then, I think that's where they were headed. And then this past Wednesday, the three guys I just mentioned to you are in the ring having a ruckus or whatever, and Okada comes out and fucking breaks it up and defends Paige, and all of a sudden, all four of them are looking at each other, and everybody's like, wait, huh? But as it would turn out, (laughs) remember that little tidbit I said earlier about Okada's wife never being in the States? Well, Mm -hmm. in Japan... Okada's wife is a very well-known, very famous, very well-respected voice actress for anime. And in really? La- and it, yes, and in Los Angeles, next weekend, they're having a really huge anime convention, and one of the programs that she works for is going to be featured on that convention. Get the fuck out of here! So they both so the business trip. So they said, and they being, I'm, I'm assuming AEW in New Japan. I tell you what, <laughs> you got me. What is this? You got me by the balls here, cause okay, you got me by the balls here. Here's what we'll do: we'll fly you out to Chicago. You do the show from Chicago. We'll fly you and your wife to Los Angeles, and you guys can be in the hotel. We'll fly you out. All of it's on us, baby. You get to go to the hotel. You got yourself a nice accommodation. You can do the convention. She could explore the States for the first time. It'll be a wonderful time. We just need you at this pay-per-view. I'll tell you what, boys. You've yanked on my arm enough, you know. All right. We'll go. We'll do it. All right. So it went from Page to Okada to Okada and White to Page and Cole to White Page Cole to White Page Cole Okada. That's how we got here. Wow. And, so anyway, going over. anyway, so I don't know. I don't know yet. Because here's the thing. You might be 100% right about this. If Tony Khan's booking this show top to bottom and Gato's really not a part of this, not entirely sure that Gator was going to allow a title change right away. He may want to do something with that when they all get back to the mainland, so we'll see. I'm not entirely sure, but uh, yeah. Bro, his wife works. Yeah, brother. Holy crap. She's got so many roles. <laughs> oh, you looked it up? I am looking at her, uh, her the list of shows she's... um. I don't know any of these animes, but these must be holy like the, the yeah, she works her ass off over there. She's kid. got so, and these things aren't like wow. <laughs> Good on her, man. She's been working and it looks and like now for she's about got a, over now a she's got a free trip headed to the state. <laughs> wow, uh, lucky for her, she got herself a, a wheeling and dealing son of a gun for her husband. Uh, a true king, as you put it. He put his family first, and look what happened. They all winning now. He walked in there like, yeah, you lucky sons of bitches. <laughs> How bad do you want me, bitches? 
He's like, oh. uh, so, in uh, our next match, the AEW created a whole new belt for zero reason and for zero merit. I have no idea why it exists. I don't know what to tell you about it. But they're having a four-way for it. These individuals who are in this four-way qualified to be in this I match. think this company would benefit from more belts, so I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> really? You thought you think... You think a seventh or eighth belt would actually work out for this company? And here's uh, why. I know this sounds stupid, but the problem that I have with WWE is that only one belt matters. And then, and the only reason why it does is because that guy is so far ahead of everyone else. Whoever holds the belt, it's usually the case. They're so far ahead of everyone else. It just makes everything else kind of irrelevant. Here in AEW, as for me anyway, dude, any anybody, I, I wouldn't be surprised if anybody won the fucking um the main belt in AEW. There's no booking, there's no pushing, there's no nothing. You're not it don't matter. You're just who who do I find hot today and I could put up there. So I know that sounds weird, but like that gives credence and value to other belts. How many balls do they have? You said seven. Or are you just joking? They, ha- I was, uh, as we say in Being the house facetious. now. As we say in the house now, I was using hyperbole. We've been, oh, okay. Fair we've been teaching that to Alex. He knows what hyperbole is now. But you oh, got great. the AW. How to be, and if that's a fancy way of being saying sarcastic. Yeah, because my wife doesn't allow him to use what she refers to as garbage words. Oh, so wow. he has to. Yeah. So like, if we're reading a book. And the picture is emoting something. My wife goes, what does he look like? Oh, he looks sad. <laughs> Garbage word. What else? Uh, disappointed? Uh, based on what? Uh, frustrated about this? Or <laughs> He has to think about it. Right. So that's where hyperbole came in. Hyperbole. You're exaggerating. I like it. Bring it back. <laughs> Come back to earth with us. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we were hanging out. Not to sidetrack, but real quick. We were hanging out today. Uh, we had a play date with two of his classmates. His last day of school was Thursday. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, when you make play dates with kids, that means the adults have playmates with other adults as well. Yeah. And, yeah, no, worst part about it uh, all, all, all around here, especially since I'm the only husband who apparently gives a shit. Every time we do these play dates, it's always the wives. None of the husbands ever go to this shit. It's just me wandering around in my flip-flops like an ass. Mm-hmm. But today was hilarious because he used, oh, my God. Um, what was the fucking word he used today and it fucking blew their minds? Uh, oh, he watched one of his friends play a game. I think it was like some sort of basketball. It's one of those, like you smash the basketball and it pops a plastic basketball in the air and it has to go into a hoop. Like for, like for, we were at Dave and Buster's, oh, right? Well. So it's like a game where you like hit the, hit the button or whatever. The ball goes into the hoop. You get points. The most amount of points you get more tickets, whatever. So, the first kid was doing it, and it wasn't really doing it pretty well. And then my son did it, and he was fucking killing it. And the kid goes, well, what were you doing? He goes, you have to hit it relatively hard, like that. <laughs> and the mother said, you got to do what? He said, like this, like like this. No, 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 no. What did you just say? He said, you have to hit it relatively hard. Don't smash it. Just somewhat. You know, give it a little force. Don't, don't beat the shit out of it. And they were like, what? Why does he talk like that? Because he's not stupid. <laughs> not Fuck you, man. Stupid. I hate when parents that. Why does he talk like that? Because he's a fucking human being with an education. What the fuck are you talking about? Why would he? Why would we not? I don't understand. Anyway, 
to get back on this. Uh, okay, so the AEW World Title is about to be split up into two, but I'll, for the sake of our conversation, just keep it to the one. Then you've got the TNT title. Then you've got the TBS title. Then you've got the women's title. You've got the tag titles. That's five. You already also have the Ring of Honor tag team titles on the show. You've booked the Ring of Honor world champion on the show. And you now have Britt Baker and Adam Cole wearing Owen Hart Invitational title belt. That's nine belts. So this belt would make ten. And they're planning on making six-man trio titles. They should make pure wrestling titles, too. Funny story, because they have the Ring of Honor belts access. They have a Ring of Honor pure title. Really? But I've never seen, I have not seen this fucking. They need on to keep TV that once. tournament going, man. That was my first time seeing Actually, that. Actually, that, uh, Wheeler Yuta, who's a w, who is an AEW superstar, is the current pure champion, but he's hurt, along with everybody else on planet Earth. <laughs> so I told you for Moxley and Tanahashi, that was an injury that changed that. The four away wasn't really an injury, it was more or less just people playing games, but they got there. This next match also has an injury. So, as I said, uh, the four members of this four-way all qualified to be in it. It's Pac, Miro, who's back, Malachi Black, and Clark Connors. Now, to be fair, to be fair, Clark Connors did not qualify for this matchup. He was in a qualifying match against Ishii. And Ishii beat Connors, got into the match... But then it was immediately, because he was attached to this pay-per-view now, was immediately injured. Almost immediately. Like, God said, oh, you're in the pay-per-view? Okay, hurt. Like, I'm going to do you a solid. Let me get you away from this. <laughs> do you a like solid. You. I'm going to disconnect you from this. Don't worry about <laughs> it. So he, he got hurt. And so the guy that he beat, obviously, you know, second place gets in. And Clark Connors is now in this four-way. So. Really quickly, for people who are confused, I'll say it again. Pac, Miro, Malachi Black, and Clark Connors. And since this match has been announced, everyone has messaged me and said, who the fuck is Clark Connors? And I have responded with copy and paste, because I don't have time to rewrite it every time. I have no fucking clue who Clark Connors is. I have just recently been educated as to who he is. Apparently, this man he started is... started wrestling like two years ago. Yeah, he's, he's he has a, he's apparently still with the New Japan Dojo, but he is the captain of the dojo, mm-hmm. one of their top oh. students, uh, and has been uh, uh, he run the ropes good. Uh, <laughs> he's been on the, uh, he's been a showcase guy for them. He hasn't made any of the main shows yet because he's still relatively new, but the guy has got a lot of promise. I keep hearing uh, the comparisons that I've been getting from him are guys like Benoit, type of performer. So we'll see. Uh, that's, we'll see. A, that's a high bar, but we, we will see. Uh, and then we get into the goofy shit. So here we go, six-man tag. The winner of this match will receive the man advantage for their blood and guts match leading up between the Jericho <sighs> Appreciation Society and whoever the fuck is with Eddie Kingston, because that's the point of this. So, Les Sex Gods, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara have reunited. They've reunited Les Sex Gods. And they're teaming with uh, Angry Grandpa Minoru Suzuki. And they'll be going against Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and Shada Umino. I don't know who Shada is. 
I don't care. Samuel Guevara does not. <laughs> Samuel Guevara in this match is hilarious. Je- all the members, in that ring. all of the members of the Jericho Appreciation Society. It's Jericho, Hager, who is hurt, Garcia, who is hurt, and then it's the tag team. And you would think, okay, put the fucking tag team in here. Chris Jericho and the two tag team guys with Manuro's, uh, not even Manuro Suzuki, just have Chris Jericho and the two tag team guys against Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, who's in this match because no Brian Danielson because he's also hurt. Now, Brian Danielson, to be fair, is not on this card because of an injury, and many people thought he would be in this match, but the rumors have been that Danielson would be fighting Zack Sabre Jr., which is not the match that I wanted to watch. But again, I'm not booking this thing. And so with Brian Danielson out, he's later on on the card here. I can go ahead and just go right to that. Zack Sabre Jr. was supposed to fight Brian Danielson, which would have been a dream match for a lot of people. But as like I said, Brian's hurt. So Brian says that he will have the opportunity to select his replacement in the match. And he already has an idea of who it's going to be. And he stated that... Uh, it's going to be someone that we all know very well and that Zack Sabre Jr. is not even ready for. I don't know what any of that means. And the fact that it's not Brian Danielson means I'm going to be sorely disappointed as to whoever it is he fucking chose to be in that match because it ain't Brian Danielson, so I don't give a fuck. So I just knocked out another match right there. Fuck the Zack Sabre Jr. match right there. So we're almost done. So here's the one I guess you want me to fucking explain. Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy. Why? Ospreay listen, versus hey, Pockets. Man, l- listen, man. I've been it. I, I come on here saying how much I love Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. I do not want to see this shit with Will Ospreay. He is too great to have ah, to deal with this Will gimmick. Ospreay. Not not him specifically, because yes. I'm sure he could probably go. But his this gimmick, Ospreay does not deserve this. Ospreay does not deserve this. Ah. He doesn't deserve I, this. I agree wholeheartedly. That man is too so good. Here's, so here's what we learned about this. I don't want to see him take those stupid kicks. Like, it's, <laughs> fun, it's all fun and games until this happens. This is so, my fault. I'm sorry. We're we're at another... Remember earlier when I said Okada and the whole playing games thing? We're back to playing games. So, New Japan apparently has a rival company not in Japan. <sighs> so, CMLL... In Mexico is apparently very anti-New Japan. They have some sort of heat between each other. So when they found out that AEW and uh, and New Japan were doing a pay-per-view together, CMLL said, fuck that. (laughs) And I said, anybody on our fucking roster who has a contract with us to be here, if you were on that fucking pay-per-view, you will never work here again. Now, oh. <laughs> why, why? They won't. Real smoke. Yeah. So, the original plan, from what I'm hearing, is that Osprey was supposed to fight Andrade. Why? I have no fucking clue. But that's apparently what the original plan was. That's better than this. Though. It is better than this. I will give him that. Like, 
light years better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. When I say why, I'm not saying because I think the match would be garbage. I just don't see a connection between the two. It don't so, matter. I think that's still because Andrada can go. Yeah. And having an opponent like Osprey would show you a side of him that yeah. we don't really get to see very often. So that's that's a that's a big miss. I think Andrade versus Osprey would have opened up AEW's eyes to Andrade. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, because they would have been like, "Holy shit, this guy really can go!" Holy fuck. Yeah, but then CML pulled the bullshit. So that's because they said, trying to get out of him with Pac, but for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, well, Osprey and Pac. Because I feel it. like I feel like Pac in this situation would be much better. Also, Pac and Osprey has been done to death, though. It would. Okay. It's not necessarily a dream match for anybody. They've, I got you. Especially for this audience, they've. I mean, seen. I'm sure this isn't. You sure this isn't what? I'm sure this isn't a dream match either. Oh no, not for a single individual. <laughs> That's what I mean. I'll take another, take another one of those. Yeah, not for a single individual who has ever lived. No. I feel bad because I I like Orange Cassidy, but not this. This ain't it, man. Yeah, no, this is not a good situation to be in at all whatsoever. But the here's... only way this works is if he comes out and semi drops the gimmick for this match. Not not completely off the edge with it, but avoid some of the gimmicky stuff to take the match a little bit more seriously. That would make the match good, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I would doubt that. He hasn't done it yet, so I'm not going to assume he's going to do it now. Right. Uh, and this match happens to be for the IWGP United States Championship, which is a belt that Osprey is coming in as the champion. Yeah, that's, there's no question he's going over. Yeah, so there's zero question as to who's winning this fucking match. So Andrade was out. Uh, CMLL said, you know what? We can't do this. You can't be there. So they said, you know what? To be fair, what we'll do is since you can't do this show, and mind you, he's not the only one they said no to. I think the Lucha Bros also have to be off this show for the same reason. So they said, we're going to we're gonna uh, keep you guys off this show, but what we'll do to make it feel better is we'll use you on one of our shows so that you can get a payday in. So they told AEW, hey, look, this is the situation. We don't want to fuck up what we got going on back at home, so we're just going to chill out. And AEW said, okay, that's fine. We'll, we'll do something else. And as soon as AEW booked all the matches, CMLL, CMLL said, you know what? Uh, not for nothing, but we didn't really get a chance to book anything, so we don't really need you. <laughs> it was like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. All hmm. right, fine, whatever. More games, more bullshit. How they wound up on Orange Cassidy, I'm going to safely assume it was a last-minute thing, and they just went with the most popular guy they had. Wow. That's that was the that was the default. That's that's it. He is one of the most over guys they have. Look at the rest of this card. All the really good ones are pretty much booked up, either hurt or booked up. I'd rather see Jungle Boy. Well, hurt. <laughs> it's okay. He can do it. He can do it. Hurt. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. So, uh, I mean, if Cody Rhodes can do it, he can do it. Triple fit. Listen, if Cody Rhodes can do it, that means only non-mortal men can do it. That's it. Uh, three-way winner-take-all tag team match, Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, and the IWGP Tag Team Championships are on the line. FTR, uh, Dax Hardwood, and Cash Wheeler will be representing. I can't believe I'm going to say this. We'll be we'll be representing Ring of Honor in this matchup as their tag team champions uh, against United Empire, which is uh, Osprey's group, 
uh, Great Okan and Jeff Cobb. And the IWGP Tag Team. Oh, no, they're the IWGP uh, Tag Team Champions. And then it's Rapungi Vice, which is Trent Beretta and Rocky Romero, uh, who have been with AEW for a minute now, but have also competed in New Japan. So it's a three-way tag. It's going to be a bunch of shit. And FTR is probably walking away with this one, too. Because they've yeah. been looking for an excuse to go to fucking Japan as it is. If IWGP, if New Japan is going to lose any belt, it'll probably be the tag team title one so that they can get FCR. I would have loved this if it wasn't a three-way. Yeah. If it was just a I don't think this match needs Rapungi Vice, to be honest I with you. I think it's still going to be good. Yeah. Because be I love right. FTR. They're going to work. <laughs> They're going to make this shit happen. But take that third team out. And this is going. This would be a really good match. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think this match is Rapungi Vice at all. Just let the two champions face off for a winner take all match. That's it. Right. Uh, Thunder Rosa defends the women's championship against Tony Storm. It'll be what it is. That's it. Why? Why is this match on this card? Uh, well, what's your problem with Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa? I'm just curious. Why are they defending the AEW Women's Champion on a Forbidden Door pay-per-view match uh, card? There is you, not a single New Japan wrestler. You, uh, dude, look at the matches. To above. be fair, you are literally going out of your way to intentionally make these matches bus ass because you're adding so many people to these matches to get as many of your faces on this fucking card as possible when every single one of these matches could very well strategically be one-on-one matches with a few tag team matches and this card would be significantly better just to get a little bit of both on this card and then you go down and you see a match that could literally be on any other card it just doesn't make sense here hmm this is why am I watching twelve matches when I can watch this on a rampage? Because at the end, because if you look at this card, top to bottom, and you look at who's on this card, if you don't have this match, someone's gonna scream, "Where are the girls?" So there's no New Japan wrestling women. There's no women in New Japan. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, no, they don't have women. Well, Japan. that makes a lot more sense. I did not know that. You didn't know that they didn't have women, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, they don't. I didn't know Japan, Japan had no women. Yeah, uh, Japan wrestling pretty much revolves around stardom, which is an all-women pr- uh, promotion. They don't have a women's division. They basically have a uh, their own like promotion. Any kid? Okay. okay. I didn't see. Okay, no, because that's that not, makes sense. They can't. Then, they can't get them because they don't work for them. They're completely. Gotcha. Yeah. No, that makes that makes sense. There's no women, so they have to add women. Gotcha. Yeah, this is Japan. They're like, all right. No, see, well, that I that, that I did not know. So never mind. This <laughs> actually does make sense now. Because <laughs> it was two AEW girls, right? Is that what she was talking about? Right. I was like, yeah. Where's the new Japan? At? That, that, where, that, <laughs> Let me tell you something. If they would have had this is a rampage match. Why is it on here? But I, if you me. take this match, and I know there's already. So many multi-man matches, but if you take this, and I and I don't know if I if I can put this over enough, you could eliminate. And I'm looking at this. First of all, the next match was an eight-man tag. You could eliminate that one. You could eliminate, uh, like you said, one of the tag teams from that three-way tag. Make that a regular tag. You could eliminate that six-man with Jericho. 
if you made a six-woman tag, you take Thunder Rosa, you take Britt Baker, and I'll take Tony here. That's not that's a negotiable thing. I t- Tony Storm, you could put Serena Deeb in there. You, but the point is, take three of AEW's best, however you rank that, and you put them against three of Stardom's best. That would have been one of the most talked about matches on this card. Because Stardom, I can make a case that Stardom is very, very high in popularity amongst, you know. But where there have been some restriction where they couldn't book both contractually because of New Japan, like they don't wrestle on the same card as women. There might have been some restrictions. Some shit like that. There might have been something going on with that. Yeah. All right, whatever. But, you know, it is what it is. Makes sense. Uh, the eight-man tag that's next is literally just an excuse to get the young bucks. To get and not so much the young bucks as it is just the Bullet Club as a whole, because for some reason, for whatever reason, I should say, the Bullet Club is still a thing, and I don't know why. And look at the people that are in this match: El Fantasma, who's a great heavy, a great light heavyweight cruiserweight wrestler. He's fantastic. Actually, all of them are. Uh, Hukuleo is dope. The young bucks are dope. Who are now the AEW Tag Team Champions, by the way, because they were supposed to, it was supposed to be a ladder match on Dynamite. The Bucks, the Hardys, and the, what the fuck is the, the fucking name of the tag team version of the, why is it escaping me right now? Not Lucha, what the fuck, Jurassic Express. There you go. With the fucking Basutosaurus and um Jungle Boy, right? <laughs> The, the plan was supposed to be a triple threat ladder match. Hardys, the Express, and fucking the Bucks. Right? And Jeff got arrested. So then it became uh, we're going to do the Young Bucks and just the Jurassic Express by itself. And then they put the belts on the Young Bucks. From what I'm hearing, the plan was to put the belts on the Hardys. And the reason for that is because the whole ladder match revolved around the angle that Christian Cage was going to turn heel on Jungle Boy. So the Bucks were going to go off to do the Bullet Club thing. Lucha, the Lucha, fuck. I keep confusing them with the Lucha Bros. The fucking Jurassic Express was going to do uh, a split off with Christian Cage and the Hardys would go on as tag team champions to wrestle whoever the fuck. They just wanted to put the belts on the Hardys so that the Hardys can say they won the tag titles fucking everywhere, right? And all the greatest tag team champions of all of space and all of time, and yada, yada, yada. But Jeff fucked it up with his fucking shenanigans. Mm-hmm. So they had to get the belt off for the Lucha, Lucha again. Here we go. The Jurassic guys. So they're placeholders for right now until they can figure out what the fucking do with the tag titles. If right. FTR wins the IWGP, I would look forward to another FTR Young Bucks match. Just put all the belts on FTR. Just, just get it over with and make it official. Mm-hmm. And then and then I want Vince to sign him back with all three belts and then put those belts on him too. <laughs> and just have them be the tag team champions of planet Earth or whatever the there fuck. You know. That works. And it works, exactly, because it's FTR. And it's Jax Hardwood and it's Cash Wheeler, the greatest tag team in the world today. I'll buy it. Uh, yeah, so Bullet Club, I just named them. They're going against Dudes with Attitudes, which was hilarious. Darby Allen, Sting, Shingo, and Harumu. Hiromu Takahashi. Uh, and that's this is just, with the exception of Sting, and I guess to a degree Shingo, this is like 
cruiserweight heaven right here. <laughs> this is just it's gonna be all the little guys doing a bunch of shit and then Sting hitting the nigga with a bat and a scorpion deathlock and being done with life. Uh, and then of course the Zack Saber Jr. thing. So that's pretty much Forbidden Door. And I want to throw up in my mouth. And I just I look at this card and I think what could have been. So like do if, we give them strike two on this one if it fails? Or are we giving them a pass? No, I'm giving them a pass on this because here's the thing. I kind of don't want to give them a pass because they they, <laughs> they booked, booked this, it. They booked it on purpose. But there were way too many injuries. There were way too many flags to tell you this show should not be happening. And I know that they advertised it. They booked a venue for it. It's in, You can't just tell the United Center in Chicago, we're just not going to do this. I get that. It's not like telling a local VFW or high school, hey, we have to postpone the event. There's a lot more wheels in motion, and it's a big company, and it's hard to just sit here and just say, hey, we can't do it. But the reason why I end up still giving them the pass is because he's not, he being Tony Khan, he's not the most proficient booker of all time. But even he kind of was dealt a bad hand here because if you take this card, and you add in the players that you thought you were going to have. If it was just Paige and Okada, if it was just Punk and Tanahashi, and Danielson and Zabra Jr., and then you have some of these other miscellaneous matches, this is a much stronger card. And you have some things to look forward to. Uh, that four-way looks a lot better with Ishii in it. Right? Ishii basing for these other... Ishii and Miro basing for Pac and Black is just an amazing dynamic. Mm-hmm. And John Moxley not fighting Tanahashi in this situation, and I'm not saying that I still don't want to see that match, but on this particular card, I don't know if this was the match that should have been here. And you could have used Moxley. Moxley would have helped immensely in that six-man tag. Jericho, Sammy, and Suzuki looks a lot better when it says Kingston, Yuta, and Moxley. That's a much stronger match with John right. Moxley in it. And I'm just saying... Throughout the course of this uh, matchup here, like, for instance, had the Hardys won the tag titles, I'm pretty sure that match would have been the Bullet Club of Phantasmo, Hikuleo, the Young Bucks against the Hardys, Shingo, and Takahashi, which, again, is a stronger match. This card could have been a lot better than it was, but and the reason why I give him a pass is because it's not better, not because he did something, Tony. He didn't do anything to fuck this card up. It just is what it is. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going to watch the pay per view, but I'm not gonna watch it live. Fuck that. I'm not gonna do it to myself again. I'm not I'm not watching this fucking show live. And I will I will get across to it whenever I fucking do, and then we'll talk about it whenever the fuck or even if I fucking feel like talking about it because I don't know. There's just something about this whole pay-per-view that just makes me feel like this is going to be a giant waste of time. Our good friend Xander Litt, who has been with us for every AEW roundtable, he was pushing really hard for us to do a roundtable for this one. And I just, could you imagine doing a live show with this? I'm okay. So I was like, no, I'm good. I'm straight. We'll get him on the the next one. Yeah, I was like, on the next round, baby. (laughs) When everyone's healthy. But he did make a good point. And I think it was a point he really wanted to make on the show, but he told it to me anyway. He said, even I will have to admit, the show does nothing for the casual fan. 
if you're a hardcore that knows all of these people already and you follow it and you live and die by it, this is going to be an amazing show. But that's only a couple thousand people. You know, for a company that is in a stage now where they really need to branch out and get some new fans, this yeah. car, car is not going to help at all. Over 50% of the people on this card is not familiar to American fans. So, but my question is, like, this ain't really doing much for me. Like, I I, I know some of, the, some of this is going to be entertaining. Yes. But, like, I, it's just, for me, this really honestly does nothing. Like, I'm going to watch it, but it does nothing for me. No. You, the hardcore person, forbidden door, these are the words we're using here. Nothing. This does nothing for you. Not one of these matches is like, dude, I can't wait for this. At least one of them. At a quick glance, if I was to go down the line, and I'll start with the pre-show. Gun Club and the other thing, no. Factory and the other chaos, no. Swerving and Glory and whatever the fuck, no. Moxie and Tanahashi, yes. The four-way, actually, yes. Yeah, I like, I like uh, that four-way. The one with Okada. I think Paige is going to be great in that Yeah, I, I actually am interested in that one. The four-way for the uh, All-Atlantic Championship, I'm actually kind of curious about that one. Yeah, I'm interested. I just, I'll be honest with you, I just want to see what this Clark Connors guy can do. Because right. I've seen these other three guys a million times. Right. So, And I know Pac and Black are going to fucking do some crazy shit, but I want to see what this Clark guy can do. So I'm kind of interested. Six-man, absolutely fucking not. No, no, Osprey in, in pockets. That's that. That just not. brings a tear to my eye. Cause I, I just want to see. Osprey, I want to see Osprey exactly. I see Osprey. But yeah, not yeah. like this. Well, this is not like this. <laughs> I don't want to see him like this. What was that match you made me watch? It was Osprey and uh, who was the other guy? That match was fucking insane. Uh, the biggest guy over there. You said he was like he's like the main guy. Osprey and. Uh, it was Okada. Was, is that who? It yeah, was I think that's who he wrestled. Yeah, it was Okada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okada. That that shit was He's amazing. This fucking nuts. guy is insane. Not, not many matches stop me from what I'm doing when I'm watching wrestling, but I was full, hands folded. Osprey, just watching. That, that shit was nuts. The, the only way that I can explain... Oh, actually, I just had to do it. So, Lillian Wayne were here the other day, and... um. I happened to be watching Dynamite, and Will Ospreay showed up. And I almost threw my chair, because I never thought I'd see him on Dynamite. And the girls were like, what the fuck? Because they've never heard of Will Ospreay. My wife watches all kinds of shit with me. She's never fucking heard of Ospreay. So I was like, you gotta see this guy wrestle. So I threw some like highlight reel shit on for him. And they were like, holy fuck. I was like, yes, exactly. Holy fuck indeed. That is the appropriate response when watching a Will Ospreay highlight video. That's what every human being says. Holy fuck. And that's kind of the point. He is a fucking freak. Mm-hmm. This guy does some of the most amazing shit a human being could possibly physically do. Uh, he's gifted beyond belief. And he's in there with Orange Cassidy. So Can't that's all you got to say about Orange that. Cassidy. Uh, the three-way tag, do I have interest in the three-way tag? Uh, I am. I wish it was I, just the two, but I Yeah, I do because it's FTR, but it's FTR. you sold me on the idea of that third. Man, if it would have just been a straight-up tag, this would have been great. Oh, my God. But it's whatever, dude. I got faith in FTR. Uh, Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm, I'm not. I'm sold now. 
I, I wasn't yeah. before because of whatever, but you made It's going to be a good wrestling match, that's for sure. I just, with all this multi man garbage in between, I'm going to be burnt out. It's nice to see Tony finally getting some light here. There you go. Yeah. A, a so, pay per view title match is pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, What's this for the eight man tag? I psh, no, absolutely no, don't. No, no thanks. I'm good. Um, it's it says something about this match that the only part about it I really want to see is whatever Sting does. Um, that's nasty. <laughs> yes, whatever Sting does, that's that's what I want to do, uh, or that's what I want to see. Uh, and then of course Zack Saber Jr. As I said before, I'm not a big Zack Saber Jr. guy. Just off the bat, I'm just I'm not a big fan of his. I would have loved him against Brian Danielson. I think that dynamic would have worked. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that we're not getting that matchup, I'm sorely disappointed in that. And I know that Danielson says that he's got just the right of, uh, opponent for him. I don't know who that's going to be, and quite frankly, I don't care. Uh, I want whoever that person to be. Never mind. My thought, my, I was like, no, that's dumb. Never mind. Here's, here's the one person I think that it could be. Because I'm looking at this big card, and it's AEW versus New Japan. I feel, like, I feel like they're missing so many big names. And Joe's not on this card. That would be okay. And I thought to myself, I was like... I'd rather see Joe and Offspring. Joe... Oh, my God, yes. Dude! Joe and... that's what, And that was what I was about to say. Whoever that TBA person is... Probably should be wrestling Offspring. probably should have been wrestling Offspring. Give pockets to Zaber. That's yeah. a, that actually makes more that sense to me. Too. Dude, we gotta get. We, he Can you imagine Pockets trying to do his goofy shit and then Zach just tying him up and and stretching him, and then you know Pockets starts gets the the fucking the comeback on that. I actually think the psychology works better for Cassidy and Zaber. Yeah. Man, can you imagine Osprey and Joe? That would be good. holy fuck. That would be good. I've sprouted. That would be good. I've sprouted a chubby. Can play that strong arm, heavy hitting. It, dude. See now I'm fucking even more mad. It better not be Joe on this TBA. <laughs> oh man, it could be anybody, man. It could be anybody. How about Johnny Elite? How about that? Oh my god. Yeah. So this pay per view is garbage, but uh, it will have its shiny moments. So we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. Just like we did for Russell Kingdom, this feels like a Russell Kingdom situation where it's like, I may not watch all these matches. I may just watch the ones that we just like four or five that we just looked at now and just said, eh, I'll give this one a shot. I feel like I'm gonna get, I feel like I'm gonna get dragged into this Osprey Cassidy match just cause. I'm gonna run just it because it's my attention is it's just fucking be drawn Osprey. To the I I feel like I have to watch it. You're going to watch it. You you have no choice. It's Osprey, but. I'm interested to see what he does. I mean, I think he's going to play into the goofy gimmick. But we'll see what happens. We will see. All right, folks. Uh, we're coming to a close here. And next week uh, will be the first week of the ju- first week of July, baby. July 4th weekend. Uh, you got any plans for July 4th weekend next weekend? Oh, my baby doesn't come. Oh, for- wait. What? You thought, I thought you were doing August. Dude, what does that mean? August, <laughs> you guys are living July, in... You July guys are living is in... literally going to be the worst month, man. Not only am I 
living like a donkey on the edge here where at any moment this baby could be here but work got like insanely difficult because like two people are quitting there's like no one left there a bunch of people are on vacation and it's literally just like me and my boss for the entire month so july is gonna be fucking brutal all the meanwhile my wife is having increasingly more contractions as the day as the days go on Literally, I almost texted you there for a minute and told you I couldn't do this. That's how many contractions she's starting to have. Oh, boy. Yeah. So yeah. you might have to change some things up for the month of July. Yes and no. Like, if anything, for this, it might kind of work in that favor. Uh, if I can sneak in the pocket because I'll, I'll be on maternity. I'll be home. Oh, yeah. So it's just, I'll be home. I'll be on maternity leave. Obviously, I'll be with them most of the time and all my attention will be on them. But, like... If there's a window where they're sleeping or down, I might have to interrupt it a couple times just to make sure she starts crying. But we might be it might be easier to get a better time off during that time than anything. But I'm hoping she doesn't. I want I need her to stay in there till at least the first week of August, man. But I, I don't see it happening. Oh boy. Yeah, she's at uh next week is 34. So we're not like in anything crazy. I'd just rather her not come until minimum 36 so we'll see what happens i'm only four weeks away from the ideal delivery so mm. okay all right four weeks work. man we will work it out we will work it out you work four it weeks out. and you're gonna be on un- uh, be an uncle on this side oh uh, did you ever think that was gonna fucking happen i had my worries <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, you're gonna be a great dad. I can't wait to see how this works out for you guys. Because let me tell you something: this dad shit is for the birds. Oh, oh, come on, come on! I'm, come gonna, on. I'm gonna beat his whole whole ass at some point. I don't know when it's coming. I mean, that's the inevitable. But he's he's talking his way into a relatively hard ass whooping at some point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, anyway, all right, guys. So we will catch you guys next week. Back in the saddle again, I don't know, July 4th, that does sound like something special. Maybe we should do something America-themed for his birthday. Maybe. Ooh. Maybe. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. We'll put some thought into it. Maybe a uh, Hulk Hogan tribute. Oh. I that was a joke. We're not fucking doing American. that. <laughs> Why not? We show do the our, theme, baby. our appreciation for the man. Yeah. Who lifted two tons of Andre the Giant over? I wonder his how many American wrestling gimmicks were out there. Oh God, it, it has to be a shit ton. I don't know. Food by default, by by default, there's got to be millions of that shit. Food, food for thought. Food Definitely for in thought. the South, there was a ton. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah. So. We will catch up with you guys. And I know somebody had asked me, hey, you going to talk about that Supreme Court decision yesterday? Not really, no. <laughs> so I'll, I'll leave you guys with that. I ain't touching that shit with a goddamn 10-foot pole. I'm not touching that. Yeah. No, nope. thank you. Because, uh, oh, man, you, you thought my addiction takes earlier were crazy. Jesus Christ. So, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for downloading. Thank you guys for sharing. And, of course, thank you guys for enjoying uh, I'm gonna go. Ah, no, I'm gonna go record. What the fuck was happening there? I'm gonna go record Star Wars now. I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm also sleepy as fuck, but I'm gonna give it the old college try. So there you go. Have a good night. You go back to sleep, bro. Yeah, I'm up now. I took like a three-hour power nap. Dude, I'm ready to <laughs> grind. <laughs>
You should fucking. I wish you'd have seen Kenobi. You could have joined us on the fucking episode. Well, ironically that you said that, uh, two days ago, wife randomly comes up to me. She goes, I want to see Obi Wan Kenobi. I looked at her and said, What? So maybe well, then. First, first, we're going to have sex. Oh. But afterwards, yes, what is. makes you what makes you want to watch Obi Wan get up? She's she's not completely foreign to uh, Star Wars. She actually made me sit and watch all of them from beginning all the way to the like previous from in order. So she's she's not new oh, or so you're like, well versed then. Thing. Yeah, that's not that's not a that's not a new thing. She is a Star Wars person, but oh, there you go. she just randomly came on. She's like, I want to watch it. It looks fire. We were supposed to watch it. Uh, Friday and Saturday. I fucking forgot what happened Friday. Something stupid happened Friday where it just fucked our whole day and we were just kind of like bummed. So we did something else instead and forgot all about sex. And then today, (laughs) and then today we went to the beach and when we came home, we were going to watch it as we do other like baby prep stuff. And I fell asleep. So yeah, there we were supposed that. to watch this, but more than likely I'll probably have it watched by the next time we talk because she really wants to watch it. Uh, I'm switching back and forth. There's so many shows that I'm watching right now at the moment. So I got Obi-Wan I just finished. I'm in the middle of Ms. Marvel. The Boys is happening. And Peaky Blinders, which is another great show that just started up with season six. So I'm loaded right now. I am smoking and I am watching some of the best television of my life right now. It's so dope. It's good, man. This is 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 one of the good parts about having a kid that's older. I can send him. You know what he did? I know I did my sign off and we're still ranting, but just give me a second. uh, We're at a stage now with our kid where we were sitting in the living room and my son just fucking disappeared. He, I don't know. I didn't know where he was. Chilling and, my, and my wife goes, where the f- out of nowhere, my wife goes, where the fuck is Alex? I said, I don't know. And He's in the house. He's, so. That's for sure. <laughs> and then I went to his room. He was sitting on his bed watching TV, not bothering fucking nobody. And Damn, I said, he's, I said, he he's, in, I said he's in the room chilling. Hey, goes, that's a, isn't that the tough phase now where like if you had if if you had a if, if having the second child was a conversation this moment probably makes that conversation so much fucking hard oh no i think we're at a point now where we've realized we're just not doing it again i mean once you once i'm sure the moment solidified when you walked in that room and say hey bud you okay and he's like yep for, just TV for me just it like, was for her you, she started you getting walked maternal. out there like yeah this is never happening no we but made it. for we her she made it she started no but she didn't react that way uh, she started getting well, maternal because it was gotcha. like she goes lost my baby where yeah she goes where is he now. i said oh he's in the room chilling she goes what do you mean chilling where did i lose you he's chilling i don't know uh, how do you define chilling? He's the, you know the room that we provide for him. Yeah, he's chilling. He's in the room just fucking around doing nothing. Being what a kid, fuck? man. And I was like, "Well, tell him to come here." I said, "No, never." <laughs> no, I have my wife alone. No. I wasn't even worried about that. I was on my Oculus. I wasn't worried about shit. There you but, go. but he was. He was like, "Yo, no, tell him to come here." It's like, "No, what do you mean, come here for what? To ask me to do shit? Because he never asked her to do shit. He's always asking yeah. me to do shit." Can well, you give me I mean, something to drink? Can you give me... What the fuck? What? Get up and take your ass to the fucking kitchen and get something to drink. What is the matter with you? <laughs> and then I get mad at Steph because right after he asks, she'll ask. Oh, mm-hmm. while you're up, where you no. Get, where do you think he gets it from? Yeah, no shit. I said, y'all you lazy mother. from his mama. I said, man, I'm on strike. Yeah, that's, that's it, it. 
Actually, That's I've awesome. been on strike since this podcasting thing started. I haven't Con- done shit for nobody. Congratulations, man. That's a good moment. Oh, yeah. Good it, was, moment. it was special. I was, was like, yeah, he ain't fucking with nobody. Leave his ass be. <laughs> Leave him alone. It is oh, not 12 o'clock in the morning, yeah. and I have time to, like, be tell myself him, for a second. Yeah, tell him to come here and fuck off. I'm not telling him to do shit. You go over there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you take your ass into the fucking Oh, you go over there. I'll vibe it over here. That's yeah, funny. Tell him to come over here. Fuck off. I'm not telling him nothing. <laughs> Good enough. Kind of an asshole you take me for. That's it. Man. All right, let's get out of here. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. I'm going to go record some Star Wars. Peace. This is my daddy's 200th episode. If you'd like to sew, buy some mugs, t-shirts, mugs, tank tops, beats to house, phone cases, go to H-A-O-U-N.com. This is my daddy's 200th episode. This still keeps him busy, and he's not playing with me, so stop listening. But, but he's actually going to me, so I won't play.